Welcome back to the Clippers from Nebraska podcast. This is the six guys talking, which now is really three guys. So um, watch for us on our thumbnail. We'll show you that, that you know, the codes. Um, and we're anxious to start a new year and see how these guys do. And it is all guys again. I don't know. We just something about girls in this class. So today we're going to start our first discussion with the topic of gaming console wars because we have some strong opinions in this group about what the best gaming console is. Hopefully they have some reasons to back it up and we'll, we'll kind of see how that goes. So I'm just going to turn it over to the group and I'm going to start with Brett. Brett, what is your gaming console number one thing? So the console that I'm arguing for is the PlayStation. So like the PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, and how it's better than Xbox. That's basically it. Okay. So you're pro PlayStation. Yeah. Got it. Uh, Jameson, alternate? Are you going? What's your What's your view on this? Uh, my view on this is Xbox oh, okay. is the better console. Okay, Xbox. Ethan, where do you fit on this? Again, Xbox. I've been playing it like my whole life, so. Yeah. So it sounds, Brett, like it's two against one. No, it, well, I got Pritchett on myself. Mr. Pritchett, and he's not right up here, but he is also pro PlayStation. PlayStation. All right, so you guys just have at it. What are your pros and cons for each uh, console system? Is yours. I think we could start off with the Xbox okay. as the better price for what you're getting. Uh, most of the consoles have the same specs. Uh, the Xbox has some better ones, and it's cheaper. Cheaper PlayStation good. 5. Cheaper's good. How do you how do you reply to that? Well, the PlayStation is far more reliable, and there was less of them made, which is a little bit of a downside to PlayStation. Not gonna lie. But according to a website that I found that was a reliable source, over 50% of Xboxes didn't last more than a year before they had to replace a part in them or they had to completely replace this console themselves. So have you two had that experience? Have you had any issues with your Xboxes? No. My Xbox One still works and it's what, five, six years old? Yeah. So reliability has not been an issue. Um, sounds like Brett's saying price is a thing, yeah. but reliability, is, you're getting what you pay for. Exactly. Okay. Okay. So uh, what else have you got here? That, those, are, those are good points. Uh, you know, Xbox just beats PlayStation every time on uh, backwards compatibility easily. What is backwards compatibility for those of us that don't know what that is? So it's able to play... Uh, like the newer gen consoles are able to play like older games. And how about PlayStation? PlayStation has that as well. It just doesn't go back as far. So like with the PS5 that is new, newly ugh, newly released, it can play games from PS4. But unfortunately, the software is too new compared to like the PS3 and the PS2 that it can't play any games. So it's a one generational playback. Yeah, but most of the games that were on the PS2 and the PS3 are mostly available for download. Is that a purchase then? Yeah, some of them. But if you do have like the monthly subscription to either Xbox or PlayStation, most of those games are free. And I will add that PlayStation, if you have the membership, has a lot more free games than Xbox. 
dollars. Okay, we'll talk about membership in a second. I want to go back to the backwards compatibility. How far back does the Xbox go? Xbox goes all the way back to the original first Xbox. So there's no repurchase. If you have if it, you, you own have the it, game have and it. have the disc, you can put that disc in and play the game you've already paid for. Do we run into any issues with compatibility and storage or size with that or not? Does it, it doesn't seem to matter? No, I think no. Okay. And you can always buy an external hard drive if you want to increase oh, okay. your space. Okay. You can do that on PlayStation too. Okay. So let's talk about the subscription thing. Um, they were doing a lot of head shaking. I know we're audio only, but you, talk to me about the subscription, what it is, what it entails. So PlayStation Plus and Xbox Live are basically a monthly or yearly subscription that allows you to play games online with other people. And then it also gives you the like the availability to play like a bunch of different free games do like free trials do stuff like that and then they also allow you to get like exclusive stuff within games if you have these things and so those are just some of the perks that come along with these how about the paid part of yours i mean it's the same thing as playstation pretty much just different games usually do either of you pay for the subscription I do. Yes, I pay for Game Pass Ultimate, which includes Xbox Live and Game Pass. So okay, and do you pay for the subscription too? I don't anymore. You don't. Okay, but you have. Yeah, so I used you. To. I play PC now. Okay, but you have a background knowledge on this, so this is yeah. Legitimate. I've played PlayStation for ten plus years. Okay, so this is me showing my complete ignorance. Are they both completely cloud based and internet dependent? Or can you just sit down and play a game on your monitor? Um, well, you need internet for the console to work. But you do not, for a lot of the games, a lot of them have an offline mode. So usually once, if you're logged into the PlayStation Plus on your PlayStation, once you get into the game, you can connect to the PlayStation Plus and it just does it automatically for you. And then it'll allow you to play online. If you don't have it, then you can still play the offline version of the game. Okay. Same? Same. As long Same as you way. have the game downloaded. Yeah. Okay. Before. So you do have to get there to get the download, but then you can play without internet. If you have it downloaded without an internet connection, okay. as long as it's, it's not online. Are there are there any, I mean, this the, I've played long enough ago that you actually had to buy the game. Like it was a physical object. That doesn't happen anymore, right? It, you can, can buy in both platforms. Yeah, yeah. So you can you can still like go to GameStop, buy the disc, do whatever you want. But there's also like PlayStation and Xbox both have virtual stores where you can go. And well, sometimes if you have like the Xbox Live and the PlayStation Plus, you're gonna want to buy those online because a lot of the times they run deals where like a game that say is like five months to like a year old they'll do like a 45 to 50 percent discount and i don't know if that's like the same same on xbox yeah pretty much <laughs> okay so my last question i'm going to have you wrap it up is so I, I i get a lot of questions and you may find it hard to believe i just got one the other day about toys for a kid of a staff member and they think because i know about a computer i should know about every single thing that has technology related to it and i don't so if you were advising a newbie, like some, I, I've got a 10 year old kid and I want the most user-friendly, best investment, would you pick Xbox, PlayStation, or Wii? I had to get one of those in. Okay, come on. Honestly, um, 
it more depends. Like, either one, great choice. It's obviously better than the Wii. But <laughs> oh, come on, oh, that was hard. You set me up perfectly. All right, feel free. It honestly just depends on what like the past family played on. Because I know at my dad's house we had a bunch of like PS2s and PS3s, so we just we already had like all the accessories and everything for the PlayStation. So if you're an Xbox family and you already have all that stuff from maybe your older brother has all that, that's a great starting place. Okay, makes sense. I would go with the Xbox Series S because it is all digital. So you don't have to buy discs and worry about keeping your discs in good shape. You can buy all of them digitally and download them so it's a lot easier to use. And the Series S is cheaper than the Series X, which is uh, disc compatible. Okay. So you're saving that money that you could have spent on discs to get a cheaper console. Yeah, You can also do that with the PS4. It's all online, all digital, and it's a lot cheaper than the PS5 just because it wasn't released in such like a bad time and they were able to make so many more of them. And a lot of people still have them in really good shape. A PS4 was a super hardy console. I've had mine for a number of years and it really holds its ground well. And I know the Xbox does as well, but it's they're both amazing consoles. So, so it sounds like you really... It's just totally personal preference. Exactly. And I think Rhett makes a good point. If you're a legacy, if you have older siblings or family members that has have this stuff, would you two agree with that statement as well? That should yeah. be kind of a determining factor. That depends on what you grew up with. Yeah. So it, stick with what you started with. Yeah. But it's still fun to talk about them and debate them and argue about them. So my wrap will be this. Is there any last thing that you want to convince people that they should go on your platform? That is the way to go, and you are right. Here's your chance to close. I got a big thing. Okay, let's go. The PS5, I'm not sure if a lot of people know this. They might, but they are moving more into like VR, virtual reality. And according to a reliable source, Xbox does not plan to move into any sort of virtual reality anytime in the future. Okay. And that is becoming like you can see companies like Oculus and stuff like that that are just revolutionizing the gaming world with these VR headsets. And so by Xbox not stepping into that space, they are really taking away some of that new gaming experience that PS5 is really trying to endorse. And it really, and I've played it a couple times myself, not like through the PS5 exactly, but I've played it on a bunch of different ones. And it really is just a different way of playing video games. Okay. You guys want to reply to that? Agree? Disagree? Or you I just want to make I don't your statement? Much about don't, okay. VR. That's fine. I will say, though, at least from my experience, the PlayStation controller, especially the PlayStation 4, is not made for human hands. I mean, <laughs> it is small, skinny. There's no good grip. I, I never could get behind it. Okay. And um, Xbox is better in your mind? It's I a think little it's, bit bigger of a it's controller. It's a little bit bigger. It's more to hold on to. Honestly, it's more of like, yet again, it is a preference thing. And there's tons of like custom controller places out there where you can get a PlayStation controller that's built like an Xbox or an Xbox that's built like a PlayStation controller. Like one of the companies that I know is Scuff, and they do a great job of making custom controllers 
that have like paddles on the back and doing all the stuff like that. So coming down to controllers, it honestly is all personal preference because you can get them built any way you want. And I will say that the Xbox controller does have some really cool designs that I've seen. And PlayStation, the ones that are like the DualShock 4 brand, I haven't, and yet again, I really haven't looked, but they don't have a lot of cool colors that I've seen compared to the Xbox. Okay. Well, gentlemen, thanks for being part of this today. I think it was informative. And hopefully, if you are kind of on the fence about what you wanted to, this will wanted to get, this will help you make that decision. What do you think? Reach out to us um, on Spotify. There's a place that you can email us and let us know what your opinions are. Reach out and tell us what you think about this. But otherwise, this has been the Six Guys podcast with three guys. And we're part of the Clippers from Nebraska Network. Listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts.